It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Talk Recorded live. Brainosaur presents the Weekday Warriors of And hello, everybody, and welcome to the Weekday Wars of Wrestling for May 10th, 2017. I'm Eric Clancy, joined as always by Mr. Patrick Kelly. We are brought to you by TheBrainOfSore.com. Please check us out on there, on Facebook, on Twitter, on all those fun places. How you doing today, pal? Uh, doing great, man. Um, yeah, I've been playing Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild, so it's kind of got me oh, you got a all switch. jacked up. I did not. I got it on the Wii U. Oh, oh all right. <laughs> Got me excited. I know. Sorry. Yeah. Um, all right. Sounds good. Um, okay. Cool. So why don't we um, why don't we go into things here? I mean, I guess we'll talk about Raw and SmackDown, but like so little of note happened that I don't. I feel like I'm watching the same show every week. Yeah. Um, they they really do meld together after a while. Yes, they do. Um, all right, so I guess let's talk about um, uh, let's talk about since we both have seen it, and it was like you know like almost about a week ago, exactly I think a week ago um, was uh, wrestling Dontaku, or as I called it earlier when I asked you Sakura Genesis because <laughs> I am tired and don't know anything. Um, did, now, did you see both this show and the one that came before it, which I don't know what we call that one? It, what was that, like Road to Wrestling Dungeon? No, it, it, wasn't, it wasn't the Road because it had the, um, it had the um, uh, Takahashi uh, Ricochet match on it and uh, Tanahashi and Evil and what, what was the main event on that? Oh, the Intercontinental title match. It had Naito and Juice Robinson. Interesting. Uh, no, I didn't see that show. Oh, I thought that was actually a better show, believe it or not. Um, yeah, Wrestling Dontaku, it, and I've criticized New Japan for doing this, way too many tag matches. Yeah, well, that's like all their Road to events where they just have endless tag team matches. I mean, the only matches that were really, like, of um, of consequence were the um, was the three-way for the tag and the... the the two singles matches at the end. Um, Mm -hmm. uh, um, I mean, yeah, I I thought thought it was all right. I mean, I didn't think it was anything anywhere near as good as Genesis was. Um, I didn't, and like I said, I didn't think it was even as good as the show the night before or two nights, the April 29th show. I don't know what that was. Um, Because a lot of the times on their, like, smaller events, they'll, like, split it up into two and the Intercontinental Champion will headline one and the, IWGP heavyweight will headline the other, but um, yeah, they do that with New Beginning a lot. 
Yes, correct. Um, in Osaka and then in the other place. Um, uh, okay, so I guess let's go through this show then. Um, all right, why don't we start off at the top here? What did you think of the main event? Honestly, you know, a lot of people, a lot of people I talk to really are hard on Bad Luck Fale. Um, personally, I don't think he's that bad, at, or maybe just Okada's that good. But I thought the match was pretty damn good overall yeah. for a match that really didn't have a whole lot of drama to it because we all knew Okada was going to retain. But for kind of a throwaway title match on a B show, I thought it was pretty damn good. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I did too. Um, I mean, I like the story they they told and like. The point has been made by many people, and I think it's apropos. Okada's like 2017. He's having all these great matches. And now I wouldn't put this up there with his match with Shibata. I wouldn't put it up mm-hmm. there with his match against Omega or um, what the hell was the other? Suzuki. But it was a really good match, and they're all different style matches. You know, he like it wasn't like doing the, his – he wasn't just doing an Okada match. He did like – this one was like big man versus little man – the the Omega one was like, you know, kind of spot fest versus spot fest. The Shibata one was like the guy wrestled the like it was the versus the technician that wrestled the perfect match. Against Suzuki, it was kind of like this basic selling match for like the forty minutes. So he's had so many different matches, uh types of matches and really great matches at the top of the card that it um yeah, it, it, it's it's been an impressive run. Yeah, I thought it was fine. I mean, it was kind of just a, we're doing this so we can get to Okada Omega again, you know, which is fine. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's, that's kind of the match that they're heading towards, and that's probably Honestly, the way it Honestly, the rematch be. is half as good as their Wrestle Kingdom match. You're in for a treat. Yeah, yeah, and they're, I mean, they're probably going to put it on the U.S. shows, which is a smart move. Um, uh. But yeah, no, I thought it was good. I'll tell you what, I liked this match a hell of a lot better than I liked Omega and Ishii. Really? You didn't like that match? I did not. They were fucking jizzing over that thing like like 10 minutes into it, and I felt like it was one of those like, we're going to have a great match. This is a great match. It's that like Ring of Honor, like, this is the only kind of good match. And it's like, first of all, I don't think Kenny Omega needs to fucking like pull out everything to beat Ishii. Like, that, to me, that's stupid. Like... Come on. Secondly, like, yeah, I mean, I guess they did cool stuff, but it was like, uh, I it, it shouldn't be that difficult for him to beat Ishii. Like, I, I don't know. It was just, it was just like a an epic match where they didn't need to have an epic match, if that makes sense. I, I get what you're saying. Um, I think a little bit higher of Ishii. Like, I, I get that he's not like a main event guy, but he's always been like a top tier level guy. You know, like never open weight title level, close to the top of the card. So to me, it's like. Omega needed that win just to kind of, like, further confirm that he belongs as, like, the number two guy to be the number one contender to get to Okada or something. So, as far as, like, determining a number one contender goes for Dominion, which is really all this match was, I I thought it was enjoyable for what it was. I mean, I agree that, yeah, he needed to win. I just, I wish, like... Every, like every match doesn't need to be a back and forth. Like, like, like that, um, Takahashi, uh, Kushida match from like a while was awesome. It was like I know people are like, oh, it was only two minutes long. He just beat the shit. I'm like, yeah, that was awesome. And like, uh, and if he wasn't already like uh, Takahashi is a made man now, you know. So it's just like, you know, like it doesn't always have to be like like back and forth, back and forth, you know. So like mm-hmm. I don't know, that kind of pissed me off. Um, 
Well, it's like uh, the Strowman Roman Reigns match. You you know you make that situation, and it's actually more effective when the heel completely dominates. So yeah, I get what you're saying. I just for this match, I was fine with it. If I were to get that kind of match all the time, I would probably get sick of it. But yeah, yeah, I, I get what you're saying now. Now, one match I did think was effective in doing kind of what you were talking about was Cody Rhodes and David Finlay. Good, because I think David Finley sucks so much, and I don't know why everybody's so high on him. I think he's fucking terrible. Like, I cannot tell you how much I think David Finley sucks. He's like he's Roderick Strong shit. to me. Yeah, he's bland as shit. Uh, I'll say that. But to me, I look at that on paper, I'm like, yeah, Cody should be murdering him, and he did. Yeah, it was. Yeah, that was great, because um, Cody's a superstar, and David Finley is the, has the worst look like a human being can have like Dave Meltzer loves this guy. He's always like, Oh, the, the, the new Japan training program is the best in the world, which I'll agree with. But I will, but he says, he's like, look at David Finley. I'm not going to give you David Finley as a fucking example. I'll give you like Takahashi or like Desperado or someone, but not fucking David Finley. Um, so I would so, use Okada as the ultimate example. Cause he went but, from being like a low level, no name, but he didn't like, come, he didn't, but he didn't come through, um, he didn't come through straight straight through, I don't believe. No, he spent some time in TNA. I believe they sent him overseas to have that run in TNA. No, but he, he was he was trained by Ultimo Dragon. He was, uh, oh, he was, he was through Yeah, he went through Torimon. Oh, okay. Never mind then. And like he did like he went through the the dojo and stuff, but it wasn't like it wasn't like a day one type thing, you know. So like mm-hmm. I mean I guess technically yes, you can um you can say that, but you know, just like, just as straight up like dudes that they're bringing up out of nowhere, you know? Um, Mm -hmm. uh, yeah. So that was good. I mean, I like to me, David Finley, it's like, first of all, hit the weights, man. Second of all, (laughs) like, what the fuck are you wearing? Thirdly, like, ugh, I, I do not care about this guy. He's just like, I mean, and this is the company that made me care about like CJ Parker. So like, come on, you know? Um, no, I totally understand what you're saying. When you talk about the guy's look, I completely forget what he looks like in between matches where I see, it, see him in. So whenever I see him, I'm like, oh, that's David Finley. I completely forgot what he looks like because he leaves no impression. Well, he's got these, like, tiny pink leopard print, like, like panties that he wears that are too small for him. It's just like, dude, ha- like, fucking look at yourself in the mirror and understand. Like, wear, t- wear like, pants. Wear long pants. Like, you, ugh. It's just like, ugh. And, uh, like, he's he's not in shape. He, like, he's he's not even that great in the ring. Like, I don't know. I just, like, ugh. Anyway, whatever. Um, Yes, I'm glad Cody destroyed him because I think, you know, like, I mean, we've, we've said it for years. Cody, is, Cody Rhodes is, like, a absolute superstar. Um. And he's doing great just about everywhere he goes. Uh, yeah. I mean, that match he had with Lethal at Supercard of Honor. I mean, that, I know that's Ring of Honor, but that was a terrific match, I thought. So, and the promo he cut after this match, I think Cody, he comes across like a legit main eventer. Yeah. No, yeah, he, he absolutely is. I mean, like, he's, I, I think he's been there for a while, like, like a, I would say for like six, seven years or so, but like, I think people are starting to realize like what the guy can do when he's not saddled with, with certain roles. Um, uh, what else do we have here? Um, you got to see uh, Will Ospreay in kind of a nothing, nothing match. I don't love Yoshi, Yoshihashi. Um, Chase Owens is okay. He's like the better version of David Finley and Takahashi is fine, but like, um, 
you know, it was a nothing tag match. Most of these, like, were all the Tiger Masks and Makabe against Liger, Nakanishi, and Nagata. Um, mm-hmm. And then the chaos. I am kind of looking forward to the Battle of the Super Juniors. Uh, not only because this is going to be Liger's last year in the tournament, but because, you know, you've got all Because it's, it's loaded? Because it's got, like, every human ever? That's great. Yeah, it's got Ricochet. It's got friggin' Will Ospreay. It's got all these great talents. It's like, damn. All Let the cruiserweights that WWE couldn't get are all in this tournament. It's it's fucking great. Well, Zack Sabre Jr. is not in it, which is which sucks because it um he's you know he's in he's in Suzuki Goon. Um, let me take a look here. What do we have here? Oh God, look at this block, man! Like this is my favorite part of this is when people are like Block A is so much better than Block B because they like saw Takamichinoku and I was like, first of all, Takamichinoku sucks now. Second of all, but like, but hold on, look, you've got Dragon Lee, who is like ridiculous. He's like Kalisto. Oh, if he's Kalisto- insane. Yeah, he's like Kalisto if Kalisto was able to do anything and WWE allowed him to. I think you've got Takahashi, who I think is just such fucking money. Like he's such a superstar. He's like um, the Japanese John Morrison. He totally is. Yeah, yeah. Like, like he's so over. Like, the, his run so far is, like, second only to Okada, I think, as far as, like, what he's been able to do. That match with Dragon Lee, I know some people, like, thought it was too spotty. I thought it was just, like, I was, like, aud- I was by myself watching this, like, on my phone, and I was, like, audibly going, like, whoa! You know, like, like you guys are going to kill yourselves. Like, some of the spots they did were nuts. Like, I will watch, like, a thousand Dragon Lee Takahashi matches. Um, so you've got Jushin Liger... Um, which is great because it's Jushin Liger and he's in like his 90th Super Juniors. Um, you've and got this Marty... is last year, as he said. So you've got like that little hook. To yeah, 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 yeah. Absolutely. You've got Marty Skrull. Um, uh, so so like there's variety. It feels like super international with this. You've got Ricochet, who's like you know we love Ricochet. Um, mm-hmm. Tai Chi, eh, eh, whatever. Um, <laughs> Takamichinoku, eh, also whatever. Like, you know, I, I don't um, I don't care too much about the Suzuki-gun guys, um, except for Desperado. I guess he's all right. Um, Will Ospreay. Um, and then we go to block B. We've got ACH, Bushi, El Desperado, Kushida, Taguchi, um, which I know people, like, are down on Taguchi. Like, he generally, like, it, like wrestling and comedy is a, hard, is a hard thing to do, and he generally does make me laugh. So, um, uh, I'm, I'm, you know, fine with that. Uh, he's, he's not in the class of, like, those top-level guys that we just mentioned, but he, he has a spot, you know. Yeah, exactly. He's a role Tiger Mask for Volador um, and uh, Kanemaru, once again. No. <laughs> Not super excited about the Suzuki Goon guys, um, but yeah, no, it's a stacked, stacked thing. So like this, like there's gonna get they're gonna get some great matches out of some of these guys. And the finals are almost always great. I remember, uh, I think it was a couple of years ago. It was Kushida and Kyle O'Reilly, I think, in the finals, and they had an awesome match. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, I, I, I think it's going to be great. I mean, you've got the top talent from the U.S., Mexico, England, and Japan. So it's just like, it's, it's, it's such a good field. I'm super excited. I just wish they would have thrown like, put like Zack Sabre Jr. in there instead of like Taka Michinoku. And you're like, 
totally golden. Um, mm-hmm. So, all right. Um, let's go back here. Uh, what else do we have? Um, the LIJ match was 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 alright. Uh, was fine with Takahashi and Naito against Robinson Kushida. Oh man. Um, uh, like the um. I mean, not that the match was, like, super great or anything, but, like, War Machine is just, like, so money. I like them a lot, and they got over in Ring of Honor, and you wouldn't expect those guys to be Ring of Honor guys. Yeah, yeah. No, I, lo- I, I, like, I love that they actually have presentation, and, like, mm-hmm. like they look like they could just beat the shit out of you. Like, you you know how, how I'm, I've been re-watching, like, Nitro and Raw. I started with Raw 93, and then I through in Nitro when it came to 95. One of the things that I'm, like, discovering as I rewatch these shows is, like, I'm appreciating different guys than I did when I was younger. Two guys that I super appreciate now that I did not like, I thought they were boring as hell when I was a kid, are Ming and the Barbarian. And I, I've always loved Ming and the Barbarian. I did not. But I'm watching it now, and I'm like, these guys just kill people they're just like murdering dudes like i'm watching halloween havoc 96 and barbarian throws benoit over the top of his head to the other side of the ring and it's just like what and he does this kind of stuff all the time and it's awesome and i'm like how did i not think this was so cool as a kid but like it's one of those things where like I don't know. It's, you're, you're looking for something else, so you don't see certain things. But um, mm-hmm. uh, and I think yeah. part of what part of Ming's appeal or Haku, whatever you want to call him, is that he had a reputation for legitimately being like the toughest guy in wrestling, and he definitely brought that in his matches. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I, I thought this was was good. Um, um, I expected the Grills of Destiny to go over because I, I don't think War Machine are like full time dudes. Um, They'll probably save that for Dominion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, so um, yeah, it was an all right show. Like, you know, um, it'll be uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so we'll see what happens. So yeah, we've got um, I guess let's see. Do we have um? Oh, oh, they've got cards and stuff up already. All right, so yeah. Oh yeah, well we knew most of these. So yeah. So Dominion has Okada and Omega, um, Naito and Tanahashi, which should be good. I mean, they had they had a pretty good match at Wrestle Kingdom. Um, mm-hmm. Suzuki and Goto should be good. Uh, it's a lumberjack death match. I don't know what the fuck that is, but uh, <laughs> yeah, I always love it when they throw death in there for no reason. It's just oh, so is somebody gonna get murdered? Like, what's going on here? Yeah, this is like Wrestle Kingdom rematch stuff. Um, uh, you got yeah, but War Machine. To their to their credit, um, they've been building up a lot of these since Wrestle Kingdom, so it's like, all right, it's been six months since we've seen these matches, so okay, I'm good. Well, they have like War, okay, so War Machine Grill is in Destiny, cool. Um, I, and this next match, I'm totally cool with, but like it's Rapongi Vice versus the Young Bucks. I, I to swear my to God, knowledge, I've seen that match. We 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 have not seen the Young Bucks since Wrestle Kingdom, pretty much. Um, you might be right, but I look at that... Like, unless they're on the Road 2 shows, which I will not watch, because, my God, it's like watching Raw. (laughs) It's just endless tag matches. For when when people are like, WWE is not like Japan, I'm like, they are, and the fact that they just do the same matches forever for a month. Yep. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, And Cody against... so much cooler when you don't watch the Road 2 shows. Yeah, right, right. 
Um, uh, but I was going to say, like, Rapongi Vice and the Young Bucks, I swear to God I've seen that match at least two dozen times. Yeah, I mean, yeah, they wrestle a lot in their, like, they do the Ring of Honor stuff, so. Um, all right, so let's go to, let's go to fucking Raw, I guess. Um, <laughs> a show that was so memorable, uh, and by memorable I mean not memorable at all, that I have a hard time remembering what actually happened. Yeah, you did. I, I was like, we can talk about the London Raw, and you're like, oh, I forgot about that. Um, <laughs> yeah, I forgot it was in London. I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. Um, let me get the results. Um, like, it's just fucking, like, insane. Uh, okay, so... Where am I here? Um, sorry, hold on. Okay, so here we go. Um, so, like, Ambrose and Miz show up, and they're like, Kurt Angle's not here, so the Miz and Ambrose are, um, yeah, the Miz and Ambrose are going to be co-general managers. I'm like, why? Why, like, (laughs) come on. Like, it's a fucking, it's Saturday, it's Saturday Night Live, but it's like, but which is not an insult to Saturday Night Live. The insult is if I said, Saturday Night Live is just like, The Price is Right. Because I don't want Saturday Night Live to be like, The Price is Right. I want it to be like, Saturday Night Live. I want Raw to be like, a fucking fake wrestling company. Not this weird thing that doesn't make any sense and no one would, none of these characters act like real humans. They're like, oh, I'm not here. So I'm going to put two people who are totally unqualified to do this job it like, oh my god, I just can't stand this crap anymore. It's like, I swear to god, it's almost like all time stopped after like 2000. Like, they're like, these are the only storylines we're ever going to do again, so get used to them. We're going to have an authority figure. He's going to be there every day. We're going to have skits. And Kevin Dunn, make sure you linger on the person before we cut the break. But you got to linger for like 17 seconds. Otherwise, it's not dramatic. <laughs> Uh, yeah, here's my question, and you kind of touched up on it. Why does Kurt Angle actually need to physically be there to run the show? I mean, Roger Goodell doesn't attend every single NFL game. I don't know. I'm, you know, in the place where I work, we do, like, teleconferences and shit. I feel like he has a phone and, or, we, fuck, hell, why didn't he fly over there? Even if, like, oh, my God, like, it's just so, it just doesn't... Can't they just, like, Patrick, I, why? Why can't they just pretend this is a fake sports company and they're, like, running it like real people and not, like, a fucking bunch of children? I don't understand. And for some reason, they've convinced themselves, or maybe the audience is convinced, I don't know, that we actually give a shit who's actually running the show. You could have not shown Kurt Angle and never mentioned it, and I, would have, I wouldn't have thought twice about it. It's like, oh, somebody's running the show. I, I don't really care who, but uh, okay. The, the worst thing about all this stuff is they're just like, like Vince, this is Vince's idea. It's like, you don't, under, you don't get it. Unless we set up this long-ass story, no one's going to care about these matches. Well, guess what? You got, like, the lowest rating of the year for this one. So, like, who is caring about these these crazy skits? Like, you know, like, it's it's so insane. I'm watching these old Raws and old Nitros and stuff. And, like, there's, um, you know, you have a sequence where um, Steve Austin is, like, 
he's challenging Brett and he's like kept in the back. And there's a point where he like attacks a, a production assistant and like wrecks stuff. And everybody's like, Oh my God, this is like, like, you know, like that happens every Monday. Like, like in, in back then in 1996, it was like, it had never happened. It was like this big deal because it deviated from the norm. But this shit is the norm. It's not special. It's like, I hate that. I, I hate that we have these bad six segments where we're like, like, I, I just hate them so much. Either do them like a sports show or do them like Lucha Underground. But, like, this weird in-between shit that they've always done is is garbage. And it's been garbage for years. And it's, like, it's, I don't know. It's just, I don't know. It's not, I, I don't know if I've just, like, gotten to my wit's end. But I'm like, this is so pointless. I don't even know what I'm, but what we're fucking talking about. This company has no direction. Like they don't know what they're doing, except to build to, to a Roman Reigns Brock Lesnar match, which gets me about as excited as like sex with a sea urchin. Like I don't know. I, I don't. I, I can't care about any of this. No, and I've kind of felt that way pretty much since. I mean, you could go back even longer than this, but especially since WrestleMania, it just feels like we're in this bizarre holding pattern where nothing is really happening and it's just kind of boring and lifeless. Yeah. I mean, it's and like, again, no- it doesn't help that most of the time that they give to their show is dedicated to just simply making matches, which as we've said a billion times on the show is not compelling television. I don't care where the matches come from. You don't have to set up every single goddamn match. If we don't, then we don't know why they're fighting. How about, they're trying to win matches so they can get money and move up the rankings. Like, what the fuck, man? Like, isn't that easier? Can't you take less time to write that shit then? Like, come on. You stupid I mean, Bailey doesn't promos that way. Ugh. Yeah, you can, like, protect guys. And none of these characters. Look at all these characters that I'm going to name to you that you, like, do not care about. Finn Balor. Um... Seth Rollins, Samoa Joe, TJ Perkins, Bray Wyatt, Dean Ambrose. These are all characters you either don't care about or have been, like, neutered so much. Like, Dean Ambrose is unfucking bearable Like, he is just... The the bad comedy is just... is is Has gotten to the breaking point. Bray Wyatt is, like, such a piece of shit. Like, he cannot win without interference. He's not scary. Like, what if a guy just went up to you and he was like, Boo! I'm spooky! And then you punched him in the mouth and he fell down. That's Bray Wyatt. Well, who is scared of this guy? He's like, Ghost! And then you kick him in the nuts. That's Bray Wyatt. That's fucking Bray Wyatt. He just gets his ass kicked every time. He gets the shit beat out of him every time he comes out. And then he does some stupid spider pose and we're supposed to care. This guy's a fucking loser. You know what's sad? I'm thinking back into, like, my childhood memories and stuff. Papa Shango was more effectively booked than Bray Wyatt. Let's yes. think in. Papa Shango, you, I distinctly remember this. He used to have these quote-unquote squash matches where he would come to the ring. I, I remember this one especially. The lights went out. Lights came back on. The dude he's supposed to be wrestling is lying down unconscious in the ring with black, black like, muck all over his face, and his feet were on fire. And I'm like, okay, that is some weird-ass shit. What the hell is Papa Shango yeah. doing? What's up with this guy? He's weird and creepy, and they started doing this thing where the jobbers would, like, run away from him because they didn't want to work with him because he was fucking nuts. I was like, well, there you go. But what does Bray Wyatt do? Like, kind of hit you hard and then lose to you? Like, who is scared of this guy? Look, he projects pictures of crickets. I'm I'm yes. so scared. 
and he was able to use those to do absolutely nothing. Yes. Um. Also, fuck this shit. They're like, Kurt Angle made Miz and Dean Ambrose for next week. Well, then why couldn't he do the rest of the show? I hate you so much, Vince McMahon. You are the worst human being. Oh, that's funny. Oh, man. And, like, oh, my God. Like, Samoa Joe and Seth Rollins, to me, are just so, like, soulless creatures just floating in the void. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I don't know what are they building to with those two. I I don't I know what like are they building to with it. anything. They have eight hundred faces, and none of them can challenge for anything because Lesnar's not here, which is fine. But like, build to something that isn't Roman Reigns and Brock. Build to anything. Like, it's just the end game, the ultimate thing. Our Sting and Hogan is fucking Brock Lesnar and Roman Reigns. That's a terrible Sting and Hogan. <laughs> Well, Sting and Hogan was a terrible Sting and Hogan, as it turned it, out. It's but... true, but... <laughs> uh, we didn't know that during the build-up. The build-up was actually great. But, yeah, I... You know, it makes you wonder. If, and, you know, it's funny. You asked me, did I watch Wrestling Dotaku? I actually watched it while watching... I had Raw on mute in the background, and I was like, yeah, fuck it. I'm just going to watch Wrestling Dotaku, because I was that bored with it. It's so boring. Like, I put on my my girlfriend's, like... After I taped it, she's like, are you going to watch Raw so you can do the show? And I was like, I'm watching Raw from 1996. And she's like, why aren't you watching the re- the real Raw? And I'm like, well, it's, th- it's uh, two-thirds longer, and it's worse, and nothing happens. Like I'm, And take in mind, November 1996 Raws are not the greatest thing in the world, but they're fucking better than 2017 Raws. How the hell do you accomplish that? A three-hour show where nothing happens. I don't know, just people wrestle. Like, the same fucking people wrestle every week. Like, it's amazing. It's so amazing because, you know, you read about all that stuff with Eric Bischoff and Thunder, and he's like, I couldn't do the show! It would overexpose our talent! You you know what no one's ever thought about in WWE? Overexposing talent! Oh my god, that's never crossed anyone's mind. They're like, oh, just trot them out here every week! Oh, the ratings are lower than ever? What what could that mean? Oh, oh, we put the same guys in the same matches every week with no consequences? People don't care about that? Whoa! What a shocking revelation! We need more market research and focus groups to figure out why no one likes our product. Could it be because nothing fucking ever happens? We're in this Dostoevsky existential nightmare that this is? You know what's amazing to me? They have such a big child fan base, and I don't understand why, because I can't picture children watching this every week. I guess they do. Especially when they have so much better options. I mean, kids' programming is like the best it's ever been. I'm like, you've got so many many better options than just spending your Monday nights watching Raw. Yeah. I, I don't know. I, well, um, actually, I, to, to, to my knowledge, um, I believe the, the fan base is actually older than it's ever been. Oh, really? Yes. Um, I mean, they market to kids, but they're not getting them. Um, the men are lower than ever, and the females are higher than they had been. So, um, uh yeah, yeah, it's um, it's a terrible, terrible web we weave here. Um, mm-hmm. Oh God, I don't know. And then SmackDown happened. Uh, what the fuck? I didn't even watch SmackDown. What happened? Um, AJ Styles is he did 
something. I don't remember. I've already forgotten. It's, and that's the other thing. You know, a lot of people on the internet, when I read these reviews and stuff, they they seem to praise SmackDown and say it's better than Raw. And I kind of sit there and scratch my head. I'm like, look, okay, it might be better than Raw, but it's still not great. It's, it's kind of it's a, blah. It's a similar, similar show, you know? Yeah, it's it's not like it's significantly better. They did have a tag team turmoil match, which was enjoyable. Yes, and Sheamus and Cesaro are one of the few bright spots on that show. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. Um, yeah, Jinder Mahal pinned Randy Orton. Like, come on. I mean, at least we might get Rusev back in, in like world title contention. That would be cool. But I wonder if he's that. like we talk about it with Bray. Is Rusev too damaged at this point? Well, I mean, I don't, I don't think anyone's as damaged as Bray, but yeah. Um, I mean, they want um, their long-term plans are Corbin and Orton, but um, I mean, I'd like to see Rusev in a main event feud. I think that, you know, would be good for him. Um, I don't know. I don't. What else do you? You know, the funny thing is, they're like, I did I. If I talked about this last week, just let me talk about it because I can't remember if I did or not. But they're giving this big push to Jinder Mahal because they're like, we're worried about the the Indian market. But then they just put this new show in Arabic TV and Sami Zayn's right there. So they have Jinder Mahal pin Sami Zayn. And I'm like, yeah, I did talk about this last week. Regardless, it's mm-hmm. a stupid, silly thing. Um, uh, uh, I don't know. I don't know. I'm just, I'm exhausted. <laughs> I know the feeling. Uh, we got bad uh, coming up. Yeah, what's that? Uh, let's let's go through this card. Let's go through it. Backlash. Is that this week or is it next week? Yeah, no, it's this. Uh, no, it's it's next week. I'm sorry. Yes, May twenty oh, first. Okay. Um, we've got in our main event, Randy Orton and Jinder Mahal against the former Bollywood boys who are heels for some reason. Uh, who do you who do you think's gonna win that, Patrick? I, I I've said it before. I would not be shocked if Jinder Mahal won the title. All right. The only thing that's keeping me from saying he won't is that, like you said, they're setting up Orton and Corbin. So, you know, it's. But that doesn't mean they won't put the title on Mahal real quick and just have Orton win it right back. Yeah. Uh, the Usos against Brizango. Yeah, they're pushing Brazango for some reason. Um, I haven't seen their fashion file skits, so I don't know if they're funny. Um, I haven't seen them either, to be perfectly honest. But uh, it's nice to see Tyler Breeze doing something. Yeah. Uh, Got Kevin Owens and AJ Styles. That should be pretty good, I think, right? I think so. Yeah, they're the U.S. title, right? Yes, correct. That feels backwards. It's like you've got Jinder Mahal and Randy Orton for the world title, and you've got AJ and Kevin Owens for the, the mid-card title. It's like, I think you got that wrong. A switcheroo. Like it's going to be in Chicago. It is in Chicago, yeah. Oh, they, they are not going to be nice at that main event. Probably not. Um, we got Nakamura and Dolph Ziggler, which will probably actually main event. It probably should. I think it probably will. I think they'll do that. Number one, because I feel like they're always like every like six months they'll throw like an apology towards Ziggler and they'll be like, here you go. Um, and also because I think they want to get Nakamura over as a as a big deal. So I think that'll actually mm-hmm. main event. Um, Which, 
uh, like, like, yeah, it's probably smart to do that. Yeah. Um, we got Charlotte, Becky, and Naomi against Natalia, Tamina, and Carmella. I feel like they've done that match on SmackDown twice already, but I could be wrong. Yeah. Um, I mean, that's five matches. I, I guess they'll put something else in there. Um, I feel like Harper should have gotten a title shot against Orton. That seems like, like a more logical thing. I feel like I haven't seen Harper around. Like, what is he doing? Uh, not He's not on backlash so far, I'll tell you that. <laughs> okay. Uh, and poor Eric Rowan just came back, and then they took Bray away from him, so he's got nothing. Yeah. <laughs> poor, poor Eric Rowan. Um, all right, I think that's, that's pretty much it, right? Yeah, I think we're done. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, we're we're done with this shit. I don't want to talk wrestling anymore. Yeah, Raw um, SmackDown really sucks the life out of us. Yeah, it's like a vampire. Ugh. All right. So, okay, cool. Um, all right, everybody, we really appreciate you listening. Um, because God knows we don't want to talk about wrestling this week. Um, but uh, thank you very much for joining us for Mr. Patrick Kelly and myself, Mr. Eric Clancy. We are signing off. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.